ออนไลน์พอดแคสต์393 Hello ladies and All the gentle whores out there, inside and outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome back to online podcast. So I am back in my comfortable, luxurious studio in the basement of my home, and I get to sit down and slowly uh, regurgitate all the excitement and all the fun, all the cool stuff that happened in Las Vegas. Now that I have time to process and actually not think about it, now I get to regurgitate all that out. In fact, I was just listening to, for some reason, I use this application called um, Podcast. Is it called Podcaster Four on my phone, uh, on my iPhone? Yeah, po- Podcaster Four. It uh, it what it does is well, essentially it takes away the. Dependency on my iTunes to download all the podcasts. It does it all directly from my phone. But what, I don't know what happened. I think I got the app update or something. So I did something or something happened uh, to my Dropbox um, or whatever it is. It it seems to think that none of my uh, shows that I've subscribed uh, show up on my phone. So it. it Asked me to resubscribe to everything, so I have to restore it from backup, which I did. And then I was listening to the latest um, episode from Hadam, and he was talking about the ups and downs of Pride Forty Eight. And I thought how appropriate that I get to share my point of view and uh, get to regurgitate again. I said it ten thousand times. Relive the experience that I had in Vegas with all of you. And of course, uh, two weeks ago, I posted a show from Vegas, I believe, of me walking down the uh, Las Vegas Strip, uh, looking for <laughs> a can of hairspray. Which I do have more information to tell you. Apparently, they do make hairsprays, travel size hairsprays. I just wasn't aware of it. They do make that, and uh, it's actually quite readily available. I just wasn't. You know, I don't travel enough that I don't know which section to look for. We'll come back to that. So that was uh, a show that I thought, and then uh, who who's the um, uh, give me Greg B from Kansas City, one of my Kansas City listeners, which I should really be meeting because I met him once when I was singing at the Plaza Art Fair one year a long time ago. Apparently, um, uh, the. Entertainment uh, agency, I think, no longer has a contract for um, entertainment there. So, I I haven't been called back for, uh, to do shows at um, the uh, uh, Plaza Art Fair. But anyway, Greg B, I really should get together um, now that I work so close to his house in the cemetery. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Um, anyway. Uh, let me go back to Vegas. Let's talk about Vegas and why I haven't really been recording last week. Even though now I don't have as many a jobs uh, that than I used to, I 
I know I came back from Vegas, and that was like a bit of a catch up for me because I was new at work. I started two weeks at my new uh, job, and then had to leave my new job—not leave my new job, but just have to take uh, two days off to go to Vegas, which I enjoyed. But let me start. Um, I think I talk a little bit on my on my podcast or last podcast about the the delay and so forth. Uh, so I'm not gonna repeat uh, part of that, but I'm just gonna focus on the experience that I've had, mostly what I felt when I was there. I arrived uh, a little bit later than I was uh, expecting um, because of cancel flight, and um, I had to reroute through Chicago before I got to Vegas, and I missed out on the the pink carpet, which I would have loved to be a part of. Apparently, uh, if you haven't heard, you should go back to the uh, Pride Forty Eight. Uh, dot com. Go to the website and listen to the Pink Carpet Show, and even, and uh, get a little bit uh, or pre-show and so forth, and get a little bit of uh, of of the, the the stuff which I, I think I've heard. Um, one of the nights when I was in Vegas, I actually heard the replay of that show. So talk about the, a bit of an Asian joke in there. So that was lovely, and um. So when I finally got there, it was during the pre-show, I believe, or is it maybe I don't remember. It was the pre-show or um, Jesus? Is that that's my microphone giving me problem again? Okay, I just fixed my microphone, but I forgot where I um, was, what I was talking about. So I arrived uh, in Vegas a little bit late. Okay, so I think it was during the pre-show that I arrived. And it was since we have some communications. What's it called? Group me that we did. Um, all the everyone who wants to be uh, a part of that um, uh, group me conversation, uh, I can actually get in touch with a, a bunch of the participants in Pride Forty Eight. So I was asking, you know, which where should I go? You know, do I go here? Uh, which which tower? Where's the building? And so forth. And so um, they let me know. And so I. Is my voice going up and down? <laughs> I hate having to mess with technical stuff when I'm doing a recording. But anyway, so I went to. Uh, they it let me know that okay, it's what floor and what where to go to to get to the the Pride Forty Eight Studio. So I did. I went upstairs and sort of sneaked in, and uh, they they were doing the pre-show. So uh, that's when you can actually hear the portion of me arriving and saying hi to people. Uh, from uh, uh, the recording on Pride 48. So if you go to Pride 48 and if you click on the schedule, and in the schedule you can... Oh, no, not schedule. If you go to the homepage, on the right side there is Download the Shows and Relive the Experience banner on the right side. If you click on that, the pink carpet show is there. The kickoff show. Not the pre-show, but the kickoff show. The kickoff show is the the one that I arrived. I think I got in at that time. So, uh, click on uh, download, and then you get to to listen and relive that experience. And I I think I came in toward the 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 very last the ending part of it. But um, so because I was there, um, and oh yeah, on the way up, on the way up, I met. Uh, this is. Forgot their podcast. Um, it is uh, the Ricky, the Fall Monkey. 
the Ricky, not the Ricky. Ricky is. Uh, I, I mean, I knew I met Ricky from probably several years ago when we were in um, uh, Florida. So um, I met him in Florida. So I, oop, testing one two check check. I met him in Florida, and so I I I've met him before, and um, but the, he has now the uh, a couple of new co-hosts, and so I I get to meet them at the the elevator lobby, I believe. Oh no no no, it was um, <clears throat> where is it? It's up oh, as I was going upstairs or something. Anyway, I found. Uh, they, they, he said, I don't know who you are, but uh, I forgot his name now. She, I guess they have all, all the show names, and I don't remember. What, what one of them said, oh, I know who you are. I saw that you had your flight had, had issues. And so uh, I get to talk to him a little bit, and I went upstairs and uh, get to meet all the other podcasters, and it was awesome. And, of course, while I was there also, I found out that the Bells uh, or uh, Michael's flight was delayed after several times it was canceled and she came in actually the next day on Saturday around 1.45 or 2 o'clock and there was a lot of traveling drama here and there there's luggage issues and there's uh, you know, flight cancellations and confusion this and that but luckily the cool thing and the good thing is that um, the Faye driver um, I talked to him a little bit about her arrival on, on the second day, and he was generous enough to uh, arrange his uh, Pride 48 shuttle to go pick up the bell, which turned out to be great because uh, it, it just makes the traveling time back to the hotel a lot faster. Because I when I, was, when I arrived, uh, because the pink carpet show and then the, the uh, kickoff show is ongoing, I arrived and I took a shuttle, which is very simple. It's very easy to get a shuttle to the hotel. But when I did that, because it's a shuttle, it it's cheap. It's like six dollars, and I I wanted to no the the shuttle has to wait for the the little shuttle or the bus to get filled up before they would start driving, and so I I have to really wait there for maybe even almost an hour, 45 minutes or so. So it, take, it took up more time than, um, let's say, if when Faye Driver was picking uh, Michael up. She was just there, and we went there and picked her up. So it was very easy. Um, and so we, we did that, and we went back to the hotel. And, uh, and then the, the excitement really started when when Michael is there because we really did plan this trip not only for Pride 48 but for us as well uh, as friends and it's kind of fun to be for the first time sharing a room uh, secondly uh, traveling together and on the way back it's way way smoother than on the way there so that's a good thing and uh, so it was awesome. It was it was a fun night, and because we have a show to watch that night, uh, it was a Saturday night, and I've actually booked my tickets through a, a Viacom, no Viacom, via some Viator, and it's an like a ticketing agent, the discounted ticket ticketing agent, which they were really good. They did have a uh, clerical mess up that they booked the wrong show for me. 
And because I wasn't sure if we're going to be doing any shows and so forth activity, I purposefully planned to book for the 9.30 show. We watched Ka. And you'll you listen to this. If you haven't listened to our Ding the Bell um, Vegas show, you should go over to, to dingdabell.com. Ding the Bell, D-I-N-G-D-A-B-E-L-L.com and go listen to the live show. And... We're gonna. T- I'm sure we will be talking a lot more about Pride Forty Eight uh, next time when we record Ping the Bell. But we watched the show. We, I booked the show, Kaf for nine thirty, so that we have more time. And then now, especially knowing that sh- her flight is gonna be late, uh, canceled, and then it's gonna reschedule to Saturday. I'm so glad that I booked booked for the for the nine thirty show. And as you probably heard from the last show, the walk walking down the strip show. I actually found out that they've accidentally booked us uh, the 7.30 show. And the 7.30 show was a... uh, It's not impossible, but it was a little bit tight. So it was a little bit uh, rush. I I felt like it might be a little bit rush. Even though later I found out that her flight actually comes at 1.45 earlier. I thought it was for something. So I was panicking there for a little bit. But the fade driver picked her up and everything was fine. Um, but back up a little bit. I, uh, the, you know, every time you go to events like this, you never know what is going to, um, what's going to happen. You know, the the people there. Uh, you, I, I know people. I know some people, and some people know me, but not everybody. And uh, I don't know everyone. In fact, most of the time, I felt a little bit awkward because I didn't quite know who. Uh, people are and uh, I you know there are there are several people that I've met like like I said Ricky I've met I've met uh, the big fatty and I know what who who uh, uh, Tom Rambo Redhead uh, look like I know who he is and because I've been podcasting for so long and I'm such an old fart that plus I also don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts I listen to a lot of Asian podcasts but I don't listen to um the you know the the famous known podcasts that is uh especially those podcasts that is linked or uh related to the, the Pride 48 event and I don't listen to a lot of the podcasts so I I definitely feel like there is a um I I felt that I I'm not saying that it was a necessarily a bad thing it's just a natural thing that you know do do i how do i fit in and and because i went there a little bit late i was a little rushed um i think the having the name tag would have helped and also put your your name uh i know some of some of them were actually wearing name tags and that was helpful uh, from what show you are on from and and so forth and i was like having to re you know put the face to the voice if I know them and if I don't know their shows, I may have heard about them. Like the uh, Cocktails and Cream Puffs, I didn't really know. I know about the show because I sometimes cut into their feed to do some of Ding the Bell's live. But I, um, and I'm aware of them, but I don't really know who they are. Uh, so does a few other other shows. Like I know uh, Veritable Virgo, I did not know um, I didn't know how what he looked like, and for for the longest time until like the very last day, possibly at the buffet, or not the last day, but second to the last day, that I or maybe 
well, one of the morning buffets that we went to, that I went to, um, I didn't know that he was he was uh, a VV, and um, I, I wish I'd have I've spent more time with him because you know we have done some shows together and so forth, and I didn't really get to talk to him much. Plus, I, I think I I also was listening to um, Hanam earlier, right? And I told you, and I I think um, it was the Fade Driver that that shared that the fact that he the only downside is he didn't really get much time to spend with the people in Vegas. And that's definitely what I felt like too. Um, I definitely felt like slightly out of place here. And here's, here's uh, several reasons why. Not, I'm not complaining. Don't blow this out of proportion. You can blow it somewhere, somewhere else, but not, don't blow this out of proportion. What I'm just saying is I felt a little bit out of place because one, I don't drink. And, and there's a lot of alcohol in the, um, in the podcasting suite. And which is awesome, which is great. And I'm sure, you know, it's kind of like me with a bunch of uh, cookies in the room. So it was awful. I'm awful, but it was awesome. And I, I, I'm sure people are enjoying that, but, you know, I don't drink. So it, it, I didn't really get much excitement out of it. And secondly, um, and I'm going to be very honest, there are some, you know, alcohol involved and I don't drink and I'm not very used to uh, being around people who may get a little bit drunk or tipsy. Now, some people uh, get funny. Uh, for instance, Larkin was super funny when he was drunk. And uh, and I actually get to talk to him, and he told me that he's shy when he's not drunk, and so when he's slightly tipsy. And oh boy, was he tipsy the, 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 the night I, I met him. And But he was, you know, there, there are drunks who are... Uh, funny, and they're drunks, and there were no mean drunks there. But it it was there they the um, oh what's his name now? I I should probably shouldn't say names because I don't know if people. I know there are some people that that I I can say names, but there's uh somebody who who bought the the alcohol for for the group, and he was a little tipsy also. Actually, he was probably tipsy most of the time. <laughs> And you know who I'm talking about. You know who you listen to the show, and uh, you all, you follow me on Facebook, and you know who you are. And and he was you know taking pictures, and he was super tipsy. I was like, oh my gosh, am I you know is he, is he okay? Is he gonna be able to make it back to his room? He was totally like, and uh, so that made me a little bit uncomfortable. If I have to be concerned about um, being the maybe one or the few sober ones in the group and take care of you. I don't know I don't really know who you are that at the point I I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. So I felt a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit out of place. But um other than that, I get to meet several people that made an impression. I wish I have more time to spend with the other people. Um the the only one thing about events like this is there will be clicks, and I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Um, people broke out of their own groups to get to know and learn more about other people and other other groups and other podcasters, and that's great. Like, for instance, Michael and I had that Saturday night planned to do our own things. And what, we, what we'd plan is uh, going to Ka and then... Spend that was my computer going to sleep, 
and spend the night uh, just you know going out on Vegas Strip and and have a fun time together, you know, as the two of us. And, and so, which is fine because I, I don't really know what other activities people are doing uh, during that time. I'm sure they have. I think they were going to the Pride Parade or something on Friday, and then some other Pride events that I I wasn't quite interested in going, and it's kind of far, and I kind of plan on just kind of doing stuff that's easy and it's around there. So we, uh, Michael and I just went out on Saturday. And I hope I didn't make or gift impression. Or oh, maybe if I do, that's fine. I'm just explaining it right now. On Saturday, I pretty much was, well, frankly, when when Michael was, before Michael flew into Vegas, I was a little bit concerned about her well-being. I mean, it's not like she's a baby or anything, but I was also concerned that I, I want her to be there safely. And so I was not quite in the mood to do anything, uh, and anything, um, really like let you know like let her be and have her arrive whenever she arrives and then i'll just you know catch up at that time uh on friday night i, I kind of have to break away and go to dinner with people and so she was wanting to talk to people because she couldn't she has nobody she was there in dallas by herself at the airport and have no flights to to take her into vegas so i wanted to be there for her but at the same time there's also other people, you know, I'm having dinner that night with Matt, uh, Matthew, and um, uh, a listener, Tim, uh, from Alaska. And I, um, so I was, I was sort of, you know, torn that time. And Saturday, I just thought, you know, I'm going to stay put until she comes in. And I also want to do a few, uh, taking care of a few things here and there, uh, which is to pick up the ticket uh, for our show and so forth and find out where it is. Because in Vegas, the thing is, you know, everything is kind of close. You think it's kind of close, but it's really big. And so it's kind of far to walk, walk to and from. And so I wanted to sort of make a an earlier run so that I know how much time it's going to take to take and where we're going to have dinner or before or after the show and so forth. So, um, and I have to pick up the tickets early too. So what I did was on, uh, after, so let me back up on Friday. So Friday after uh, starting the show, I, I went upstairs to drop off my stuff, set up the internet in the room. There's, in, there's wife, there's no wifi, but there's internet in the room. And I, I brought my own um, airport uh, express and I set up my internet there and got that taken care of. And then I was asking around again through GroupMe as, you know, anybody's doing dinner. And then I found out that Matt and uh, Tim uh, in Alaska are going to the buffet downstairs. And I thought, okay, I'll do the buffet. It's easy. And then there's then later I found out also there were several other people uh, went to um, the Mexican restaurant as well in uh, in Luxor, uh, and so I, but I, I get to talk uh, for a kind of quite a quite a nice conversation with Matt and and Tim actually, and uh, it was I, I wish I had more evenings like that with other podcasters, but I also know when I have uh, Michael there, it it's you know, uh, I think I if I go there alone, I probably would have uh, mingle a little bit more. And get to know me people a little bit more. But because I was there with Michael, I felt like, you know, I need to spend time with her as well. Because it is sort of our trip as well. 
and uh, we have limited nights. If let's say if we have the Friday night together with Michael, maybe the following night we can then spend a little bit more time with uh, the other podcasters. Um, but since she missed Friday night, um, Saturday night is the only night that we get to spend uh, together. So I thought we'll we'll do that. And um, so, oh my gosh, I'm just rambling. Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> Ah, so, so I I wish you can see me. Like I'm leaning like lower and lower now on my desk. And now I have my leg up on the table and a microphone leaned down into my mouth and my chair leaned back. But I'm very comfortable. So I hope you, I won't put you to sleep yet. So, uh, listen carefully. Um, so, and I hope I'm loud enough too. I hate having to worry about technical like sound and so forth. Maybe I'm not loud enough. Am I loud enough? Check, check, testing, one, two. Okay, now I'm louder. <laughs> and um, so now let's talk about, uh, yeah, I wish I had more time to spend with other people because the, that evening, even though short, that I spent with Tim and uh, uh, Matt was actually quite nice. It was a, sh- a nice conversation we had, found out a little bit about each other. It was It was nice. And um, and then of course I was you know trying to find out and finally Michael uh, contacted her friend and her friend actually came to the airport and picked her up and then I felt much better and then she also uh, she got home she didn't want to talk to me so I was kind of torn you know I was wanting to making make sure that she's fine but at the same time I also want to mingle and uh, um, uh, get to know other podcasters as well. And, um, but however, I, I, I still think that the, the selecting, I have several shows that I do, you know, I have online, I have Penang Hokkien, of course, Penang Hokkien won't be fitting for Pride 48 because nobody would understand. But, um, having the ding the bell doing a show for Pride 48 is a lot more appropriate, I think, than, uh, doing online. Uh, first of all, Online require me typically alone to be talking for one hour, and I think that might be a little bit more impossible. A little bit more impossible. It would be a little bit tougher to be carrying a show, especially if you have a room full of people. Because what I felt like was I don't. I didn't really get to listen to a lot of other people's shows, especially I, I get to listen to the Fade Drivers live show. Get to listen to a little bit of uh, uh, of. Um, uh, the Big Fatty show, um, Big Fatty Online, I mean, and um, and uh, it's, it's a few others here and there, but I also feel like I don't want ne- don't want to necessarily be interacting with people in the room to the point where it's turning into just a, you know like a live coverage of the event that happened to be in Vegas you know i want to still this is me personally i want to personally still carry on an actual show like we we would normally do our show now we just happen to have a bunch of live listeners in front of us so i like to bounce back and forth but i don't want to be interacting with them but if you can imagine if you're carrying the whole show by yourself and if let's say right now I'm doing what I'm doing, I have nobody to talk to in the in the in the studio that I'm in, then I wouldn't go start you know go off started to talk with uh, the listen the live listeners or the people who are in the room, and then 
it becomes like a, you know a conversation in a room, and no longer the you ca- I kind of lose the, the the style of the show, and I want to try to keep that portion, even though there's interactivity with the live audience. I still want to kind of keep the, the same style of the show. It's my personal preference. So I think Ding the Bell is an appropriate choice, and I thought that Michael did a, such a great job. Um, uh, at first, there's a little bit of a conflict there. Uh, before we got in, we talked about how we want to. Uh, she said, "I'm gonna just. I don't know what to do. So I'll, I'm gonna let you guys lead the show." And as I was, as I was leading the show, and I was so ADD, you know, I was looking at the list, and there's so many things to to take care of. She felt like I was a little bit rushing a little bit, and she's kind of wanted to slow down, calm down, the sh- calm the show down. And then I felt like, what, what you were wanting to lead now? And it's like there's a little bit of confusion in the beginning, but then it got you know fallen into into place much better later on. And uh, so it was a good learning experience. However, I do have to say though, it, because of that, the the fact that we have to keep the energy up for the show because it is it is a show. You know, no matter what you think about it, it is a show. If you want it to be entertaining, it is a show. So you have to put out a certain amount of energy and um, and uh, a level of of um, uh, quality. You know, things to to talk about. We definitely did not think that we are going to run out of things to say because we made a list of things that we want to talk about, and we probably touched on ten percent of it. So there's so much that we we uh, plan on talking and we never really get to. Um, so which is fine, but the only problem is because we have to save all the energy. Our show is toward the end of the day. We didn't really get to do much. We pretty much just stayed in the hotel because we don't want to be too far away from the hotel and not being able to come back for the show, and we also don't want to be. Uh, using up all our energy, and then by the time the show comes, we're t- too tired to talk about anything. So it was a little bit of a tricky thing. Maybe people don't. Maybe I'm just thinking too much. Maybe I'm just uh, uh, focusing too much on that. But I that's what I felt like, and that's what I wanted to do. And I think that's what Michael felt like as well, because she was actually kind of she's tired. She was, you know, she. She was traveling all day and couldn't get it, and was stuck in the ho- uh, in the airport for uh, the whole night, and not not the whole night, but until uh, her friend came pick her up. So she was tired, traveling, messy traveling schedule, and so forth. So she was tired, and we were trying to conserve energy. And so that that was Sunday. Um, oh, I didn't even talk about Saturday. Saturday was actually I woke up in the morning. Gosh, I'm just everywhere, but it's okay. Saturday was actually, um, what did I do? I woke up, I went to breakfast with uh, the Big Fatty group because Big Fatty go to the, go to the buffet breakfast every morning, which I've learned it's a good thing to do is do a a uh, rather heavy breakfast, and I don't eat anymore. I I didn't get hungry until like about six or seven o'clock in the evening. Which is perfect, and I think the breakfast time was around uh, eight thirty nine o'clock, and uh, I really wasn't hungry until late in the evening. So, um, I did that pretty much every morning. I think every morning I did. Yeah, I did it. Did that every morning, and only have two meals each day in the morning and in the evening. That was actually quite nice and save a little bit of money. Um, 
and um uh so on Saturday what I did was I decided that I want to go get um my hairspray, which I did and I recorded that show that you heard last week, uh or last uh, two weeks ago, uh, walking down the strip and I did that. I got also wanted to go early because I have to pick up my tickets for car early, uh, which is Cirque du Soleil, and which was awesome. And then um, I pick up my tickets and then went back to the hotel. I was hot and sweaty. I took a shower, and then by the time I finish finish showering, um, the bell is almost uh, Michael is almost there. So I got in touch with the Fade driver, and Fade driver generously um, went to the uh, airport to pick her up. So that was Saturday. After she was picked up, we she was so excited. We were looking at the. Did we do a show? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was on Ding the Bell. It's a pre-show on Ding the Bell before our live show. So you go should go over to dingthebell dot com and listen to that. And so we did a live recording as well, walking through the uh, Luxor and uh, going to a hotel room and uh, and chit chat. It was actually quite fun. And and then after that. We had to really get ready, really quite quickly, to go and have dinner. We were deciding whether we should have dinner first, or should we go to the show and then have dinner. Now that the show is uh, moved to seven thirty, but we, I was hungry because you know the only meal I had was in the morning, uh, at the uh, buffet. So, I, uh, so Michael and I went, uh, took a cab. <laughs> We were supposed to walk, but she said that she couldn't walk. She was wearing uncomfortable shoes, and she wanted to take a cab. And actually, it was kind of expensive, you know. It's Vegas, you know, and so it was a short ride, but it was expensive. And uh, about like I think I don't know what eighteen dollars, sixteen dollars from our for the for a really really short ride to um, the the strip. Oh, we are on the strip, but just from a hotel further. Uh, I believe north on the strip, and uh, she wanted to go to uh, the drugstore as well. So we went to the drugstore, and as we step out of the drugstore, I saw that there's a sign for Korean food, and I thought, you know, I kind of want to have. I've had the buffet dinner and then the buffet breakfast in the same hotel, so I kind of was got a little sick and tired of of that kind of hotel western food so when i saw korean food that was that sounded really appealing so i thought okay let's go to uh, the korean restaurant and she was a little hesitant mike was a little hesitant but i was like oh let's go let's go so we went and went in there and so actually a little bit quiet but the restaurant was kind of big it's called ginseng ginseng number two however because there's several ginseng restaurants there and we went in, and uh, there was probably like six or seven other people over on other tables, but they were all Koreans. And they actually, you know, started greeting us in Hangul and started speaking to us in Hangul and taking orders to us. And it was like, oh, okay. Um, and so, uh, but we, we, uh, we got a, like some kimchi soup or something and uh tofu soup and also what did we get oh yeah we got the uh dolce bibimbap which is a hot stone uh bowl with rice and it was very delicious and we and of course all this banchan that came right it was so delicious i we finished them all and there's pictures also i can probably post a picture of the korean food and a picture of the pride 48 family 
group picture as well on this podcast. So you can go over to uh, onlinepodcasts.com and check those out. You can also, however, check out those pictures from pride48.com itself. If you go to pride48.com on the homepage, you can look for the, the picture section there. And in the picture section, you will see uh, um, a bunch of pictures taken from various uh, different podcasters and um, uploaded to uh, the, um, the the pool of pictures from Vegas. So if you go to pride48.com, just click on see the sites and then you will see a bunch of pictures there that you can check out. And uh, uh, part of some of the pictures are from me, some of the pictures are from... Oh, I just saw a picture. Yeah, uh, some of the pictures are from me and some of the pictures are from the other participants. So it's it's fun. Go check those out. And uh, so we had Korean food. It was so delicious. And then after that, we walk over to um, the theater, MGM, to see Ka. And it was awesome. We both enjoyed it. And we were actually having a lot of fun um, making stuff up. And the show is so not funny. It's like a spectacular show. It's not funny at all. But there were parts that we were just making jokes between the two of us, Michael and I, that we were cracking up at the end of the show. Uh, we'll probably talk more about that on Ding the Bell. So you can go over to dingthebell.com and, and find out more about that. And uh, so after the show, we we sort of... Uh, what did we do? Okay, we walked down the strip, which was very nice. It was kind of cooling down. We were walking on the strip and checking stuff out, walking through shops and things. And then I saw this area that I was quite kind of familiar with in the uh, Planet Hollywood area, hotel area. So we went there, and I knew that there was a uh, H&M there. So I want to go check it out since we don't have an H&M in Kansas City yet. Uh, it's coming soon. And um, so we went into the H&M and also some other stores to check out shoes and so forth. And... Uh, I wanted to show Michael shoes, and I ended up buying a pair for myself. Yes, as usual. And also H and M. I don't know. I just have this thing for shoes. And since then, I also bought two more pair of shoes in Kansas City. But I'll tell you a little bit more about that in the future. Um, I just like shoes, and so um, went to the stores, and then on the way out, uh, as I was in the, the shoe store, in Aldo, <laughs> of all places, uh, I was in Aldo, and I was talking to this girl who's the sales clerk who's very helpful and also uh, very um, um, friendly. So I asked her if, oh, she asked, if are you guys local? I said, no, we're from Kansas City, and, and we'd like to see if there's a nice place that we can sit and have you know dessert and things. And she said, yeah, I definitely go to the sugar factory. So uh, we actually saw a small sugar factory in that mall. But she said, don't go to that one, but go outside on the strip. And uh, there's an actual, you know, big the, a sugar factory restaurant and, uh, and a candy shop. So we went there and it was so cool. Um, I, I've, when I was there several, two years ago, maybe, maybe in 2009, they were building it. When I walked by and I remember seeing signs and they were be, the, the stores being built or the restaurant was being built. And we went in there, and it was perfect because it's right after the show. We had a little snack, um, like a, uh, I think it was like a popsicle, fried macaroni and cheese popsicle. And um, not popsicle, I guess it's called pop since it's not icicle. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a lollipop, not popsicle, lollipop. And so um, 
we ate there. She had her coffee. She needed her coffee, and we actually got fondue, chocolate fondue. It was so delicious. You can see pictures uh, on my uh, uh, website as well. Uh, if you go to yeah, I'm gonna post post it on the website. If you go to onlinepodcast.com, I'm gonna put a link for all the pictures that I took in Vegas, and you can go check those out. And the cool thing is, oh my gosh, yes, one cool thing also that happened when we were in uh, um, the Sugar Factory was that I saw the the actor uh, Rupert something Grint, the guy who played uh, Ron Weas- Weasley in. The uh, in uh, Harry Potter, he was there at um, at the Sugar Factory. It was his birthday, and they were celebrating his birthday. And he went there, and uh, so I saw people taking pictures of him. And i i didn't i I didn't know what's going on. I saw there's you know this commotion there, and then I thought oh, he looks so familiar, that kid. And then I realized that it was him, uh, Rupert Grint. And so I. Quickly ran over there from... It was the same shop. Uh, the, there's candy shop is on one side. And then the uh, restaurant is on another side. So I was on the, the very tip edge of the entrance. It's very close to the candy shop. So I can see him. So I quickly dash outside. Snap a couple of pictures of him signing autograph uh, on uh, some candy boxes and somebody's hat. And so I took some pictures. And then went back, and then uh, he actually later on came into the restaurant to sit down and have something. So it was all it was all um, fun and good, and I didn't really you know want to be. He's not. I mean, he's a, a superstar probably, but I don't really care too much. You know, I was focusing more on my uh, fondue than anything else. And uh, so Michael actually snapped a picture of him. I said, you know, take a picture of him. Take a picture of him. But he, she took a picture of him blurry walking by behind me as I was looking at uh, the cameras like I want to have my fondue so it was really fun go to the website and check it out go to onlinepodcast.com and check out the picture so and um, and then after the show skip back on Sunday again after the show we actually Michael and I were kind of drained actually we were very tired and didn't feel too much like mingling you know I definitely didn't pick up the vibe that she wants to do that she was really wanting to spend some quality time with me so i thought okay let's go have dinner buffet at um where's the other side uh what is that other place that's connected to that i went to also where the lion king is mandalay bay that's connected to luxor and so we walk over to mandalay bay and uh went to the buffet that my my parents and i went with my brother uh, a couple of years ago, and it was actually quite good. So I thought, hey, let's walk over there. It's easy and it's convenient and it's buffet. And since my good at the time didn't really have uh, uh, buffet yet, so did she? Did she come down for? No, she didn't come down for breakfast. Did she? So oh no, no yeah, she didn't. She didn't have breakfast uh, buffet uh, on Saturday morning. So no, no, on Sunday morning. <laughs> anyway, who cares? Uh, she wanted to have buffet, so uh, we went to the Mandalay Bay buffet. It was actually quite good, and we enjoyed a long conversation, a long night chat, and we also, because after the sugar factory, we were she was too tired to walk back, but she, we were also too cheap to pay for uh, a cab because it's gonna the traffic was so bad, so we're gonna be stuck in the traffic for so long that we'll I'm sure we'll be paying like twenty thirty thirty dollars to just. Have uh take us back to the hotel, 
So what we did was we walked to um, uh, Bally's, I think, is the station for uh, the monorail. And so that we can take the monorail back to MGM, and then it will be a shorter walk for us to go from MGM to uh, Luxor. So, which is what we did. And uh, we took that monorail back to MGM, and on the way back, guess who we met? We actually saw uh, Scott from Seder 69. And he was, he looked kind of tired, and um, um, uh, and he was alone. He was watching a I think he went to a show alone. And so we, we took the same train ride back. We walked back together. And uh, so we went back to a hotel and got tired, fell asleep. And the bell was actually so funny. She turned on the TV and she said, I'm going to watch a little bit of TV. I'm going to go to bed. Like she said that literally exactly like this. I'm going to watch a little TV. I'm going to go to bed. So there is no pause, no comma. I'm going to watch a little TV. I'm going to go to bed. And she turned off the TV. <laughs> so uh, she was tired. She went to bed. I uh, posted some shows maybe or doing some technical stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and then went to bed. And, and then the next, the next morning was Sunday. And then we conserved our energy and uh, did our show. And then the next morning is pretty much waking up. Oh, oh, and then, oh, no, no, yes. And going back back and forth. On Sunday, after we finished eating at Mandalay Bay, we actually went to, uh, we decided to take the, the tram from, uh, Man, is it from Mandalay Bay? Yeah, it's from Mandalay Bay all the way to um, that place. What is that place called? Um, Excalibur? Yeah, I think maybe, yeah, we went to Excalibur maybe. And then from Excalibur, we took uh, uh, the uh, the walk to MGM. And then we would get onto the monorail. And then we just took the monorail all the way to the edge at the end of the the the, the route. And then take the, the monorail all the way back. But the cool thing was we get to see all the night uh, view from afar and see the strip and also see the old strip, you know, the older hotels and so forth. It was actually very nice. And then by the time we got back there, we took again, walked a little short distance and then take the tram back to uh, Mendeley Bay and then walk back to a hotel. So it was actually quite nice. And for how much? $12, I believe, for uh, a 24-hour uh, pass uh, rather than paying $5 each. I just kicked this little bucket of pillows. Not pillows. <laughs> but, uh, buttons. Oh my gosh, I've been rambling for 46 minutes. Jesus Christ. This is like my diary, you know? I think uh, several years back, maybe when I'm old, uh, when I'm 50 or 60 or 70 years old, maybe I can listen to this recording and sort of relive the memory that I had with all my fellow podcasters of Pride 48 in Vegas, the first one. And also uh, my very best friend, uh, Michael. And we actually had some really nice, um, deep conversation about our friendship and uh, what are the things that sometimes I took for granted and, uh, and so forth. So it was, it was, um, it was actually a, a really nice evening. And then on Sunday in the morning, we pretty much just woke up, went to... I woke up a little bit earlier to, to go see my, uh, um, some of the, like uh, Daniel Brewer and so forth. 
to uh, who were there? Um, I need I know Lori Dean was there. Um, uh, the sweet and cute um, Stephen was there, and uh, he's so adorable. He is so adorable. Like I I don't know. It's I. <laughs> I don't think he listens to my show, so whatever. Uh, I'm gonna tell you if if I'm single, I would totally want to date him because he is so. He's I don't know. I I think I've changed as far as taste for men. It really as I'm getting older, younger younger gay men tend to I don't tend to attract to younger gay men, especially those who are. You know, big party type and uh, lots of drama and so forth. I tend to not, I, I am not drawn to, to that type. And, but Stephen is so sweet and adorable that I would totally date him if I were single. Um, and if I, uh, yeah. Anyway, not that he would date me because, <laughs> um, but I'm just saying he's so adorable. And then there's also, um, uh, Maybe I shouldn't say names. There's her, and then there is uh, Donna Sugars was there in man drag, in boy drag, and uh, Daniel Brewer and and his partner. So it was actually quite a lovely uh, uh, breakfast that I had on Sunday, uh, no, on Monday morning. And uh, Maiko came down and had breakfast later on because she was getting ready. And... um, then we went to the hotel. I mean, the airport, and then we had a smooth time back. And there's a few laughs here and there uh, uh, during our flight, but that was it. That was the trip. It was really a trip, partially for um, Pride Forty Eight, and also uh, uh, partially for uh, Michael and I. And it was it was lovely, and I totally enjoyed that. So. This this show is horrible, I think. <laughs> but who cares? Really, who cares? So, um, if you want to help out for Pride Forty Eight because of all the stuff that all the the people chipped in and helped and do, you must go to pride forty eight dot com and on the right side, click on donate. Please help them. I've donated. Um, uh, some myself, but I hope that you can actually help them, uh, support them, uh, do that as well, so that we can maintain uh, Pride Forty Eight more in the future. Oh my gosh, I finished my song, so I'm going to start it again. So uh, definitely go over there and, and donate. And if you want to also leave me comments or questions about the show, um, I don't even think I finished everything. But anyway, uh, you can leave me comments on online at gmail.com. Send me an email. You can also uh, uh, leave me a voice message 920 iPhone 1 920 iPhone 1 you can call that number uh, or simply just go to onlinepodcast.com check out the pictures and leave comments there as well so until next time don't forget to smile ladies bye <laughs>